Shalom and Chag Sameach, Happy Sukkot. Welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in a year, based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna, and I'm your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 12th of October. It is the 17th of Tishrei, and it is the third day of Sukkot. This week, our Torah readings are special Sukkot readings, and the first one will be Exodus 33, 17-19. Before we get into that reading, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for giving us His precious Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And the Lord said to Moshe, I will do this thing also that you have spoken, for you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. And he said, Please, show me your glory. Then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. That was Exodus 33, 17 through 19. And now we're going to Numbers 29, verses 17 through 25. On the second day, you shall offer twelve young bulls, two rams, and fourteen male lambs a year old without blemish, and their grain offering and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number after the ordinance, and one male goat for a sin offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering with its grain offering and their drink offerings. On the third day, eleven bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old without blemish, and their grain offering and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number after the ordinance. And one male goat for a sin offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering, and its grain offering and its drink offering. On the fourth day, ten bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old, without blemish, their grain offering and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number after the ordinance, and one male goat for a sin offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering, its grain offering and its drink offering. That was Numbers 29, 17-25. And now we'll be reading a portion from the prophets, Zechariah chapters 12 and 13. The burden of the word of the Lord concerning Israel. Thus says the Lord, who stretches out the heavens and lays the foundation of the earth and forms the spirit of man within him. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of reeling to all the surrounding peoples, And it will also be on Judah in the siege against Jerusalem. And it will happen in that day 
that I will make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all the peoples. All who try to lift it will be severely wounded, and all the nations of the earth will be gathered together against it. In that day, says the Lord, I will strike every horse with terror and its rider with madness. And I will open my eyes on the house of Judah and will strike every horse of the peoples with blindness. Then the governors of Judah will say in their heart, The inhabitants of Jerusalem are my strength in the Lord of hosts, their God. In that day, I will make the governors of Judah like a pan of fire among wood and like a flaming torch among sheaves, and they will devour all the surrounding peoples on the right hand and on the left, and Jerusalem will yet again dwell in their own place, in Jerusalem. And the Lord also will save the tents of Judah first, that the glory of the house of David and the glory of the inhabitants of Jerusalem not be magnified above Judah. In that day, the Lord will defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem. He who is feeble among them at that day will be like David, and the house of David will be like God, like the angel of the Lord before them. It will happen in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. I will pour on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplication, and they will look to me whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourns for his only son, and will grieve bitterly for him as one grieves for his firstborn. In that day, there will be a great mourning in Jerusalem, like the mourning of Hadad Rimon in the valley of Megiddon. And the land will mourn every family by itself, the family of the house of David by itself, and their wives by themselves, the family of the house of Nathan by itself, and their wives by themselves, the family of the house of Levi by itself, and their wives by themselves, the family of the Shemites by themselves, and their wives by themselves, all the families who remain, every family by itself, and their wives by themselves. In that day there will be a fountain opened to the house of David and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanness. It will come to pass in that day, says the Lord of hosts, that I will cut off the names of the idols out of the land, and they will be remembered no more. I will also cause the prophets and the spirit of impurity to pass out of the land. It will happen that when anyone still prophesies, then his father and his mother who bore him will tell him, You must die because you speak lies in the name of the Lord. And his father and his mother who bore him will stab him when he prophesies. It will happen in that day that the prophets will each be ashamed of his vision when he prophesies, neither will they wear a hairy mantle to deceive, but he will say, I am no prophet, I am a tiller of the ground, for I have been made a bondservant from my youth. One will say to him, What are these wounds between your arms? Then he will answer, Those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. 
A wake sword against my shepherd and against the man who is close to me, says the Lord of hosts. Strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered and I will turn my hand against the little ones. It shall happen that in all the land, says the Lord, two parts in it will be cut off and die, but the third will be left in it. I will bring the third part into the fire and will refine them as silver is refined and will test them like gold is tested. They will call on my name and I will hear them. I will say, it is my people, and they will say, the Lord is my God. That was Zechariah chapters 12 and 13. The portion today from the writings is Second Chronicles 33. Menasheh was 12 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 55 years in Jerusalem. He did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, after the abominations of the nations whom the Lord cast out before the sons of Israel. For he built again the high places which Hezekiah his father had broken down, and he raised up altars for the Baals, made Asherot, and worshipped all the host of heaven, and served them. He built altars in the house of the Lord, of which the Lord said, My name shall be in Jerusalem forever. He built altars for all the host of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. He also made his children to pass through the fire in the valley of the son of Hinnom. And he practiced sorcery, used divination, practiced witchcraft, and dealt with those who had familiar spirits and with wizards. He did much evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. He set the engraved image of the idol which he had made in the house of God, of which God had said to David and to Shlomo his son, In this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. And I will no more remove the foot of Israel from the land which I have appointed for your fathers, if only they will observe to do all that I have commanded them all the Torah, all the statutes, and all the ordinances given by Moshe. Menasheh seduced Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem so that they did more evil than did the nations whom the Lord destroyed before the sons of Israel. The Lord spoke to Menasheh and to his people, but they did not listen. Therefore the Lord brought on them the captains of the army of the king of Assyria, who took Menasheh in chains, bound him with fetters, and carried him to Babel. When he was in distress, he begged the Lord his God and humbled himself greatly before the God of his fathers. He prayed to him, and he was entreated by him, and heard his supplication, and brought him again to Jerusalem into his kingdom. Then Menasheh knew that the Lord was God. Now after this, he built an outer wall to the city of David on the west side of Gihon in the valley, even to the entrance at the fish gate. He encircled Ophel with it and raised it up to a very great height, and he put valiant captains in all the fortified cities of Judah. 
He took away the foreign gods and the idol out of the house of the Lord, and all the altars that he had built in the mountain of the house of the Lord, and in Jerusalem, and cast them out of the city. He built up the altar of the Lord, and offered sacrifices of peace offerings and thank offerings on it, and commanded Judah to serve the Lord, the God of Israel. Nevertheless, the people still sacrificed in the high places, but only to the Lord their God. Now the rest of the acts of Menasheh and his prayer to his God and the words of the seers who spoke to him in the name of the Lord, the God of Israel, behold, they are written among the acts of the kings of Israel. His prayer also and how God was entreated of him and all his sin and his trespass and the places in which he built high places and set up the Asherah poles and the engraved images before he humbled himself, behold, they are written in the history of Hosai. So Menashe slept with his fathers, and they buried him in his own house, and Ammon his son reigned in his place. Ammon was twenty-two years old when he began to reign, and he reigned two years in Jerusalem. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, as did Menashe his father. And Ammon sacrificed to all the engraved images which Menashe his father had made, and served them. And he did not humble himself before the Lord, as Menashe his father had humbled himself. But this same Ammon trespassed more and more. Then his servants conspired against him, and put him to death in his own house. But the people of the land killed all those who had conspired against King Ammon. And the people of the land made Josiah, or Yoshiahu, his son, king in his place. That was Second Chronicles, chapter 33. Our final portion for today's episode is from the Apostles, and it is Revelation 20. Then I saw an angel coming down out of heaven, having the key of the abyss, and a great chain in his hand. And he seized the dragon, the old serpent, who is the devil and Satan, he who deceives the whole inhabited earth, and bound him for a thousand years, and cast him into the abyss, and shut it, and sealed it over him, that he should deceive the nations no more, until the thousand years were finished. After this he must be freed for a short time. Then I saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was given to them. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for the testimony of Yeshua and for the word of God, and such as did not worship the beast nor his image, and did not receive the mark on their forehead and on their hand. And they lived and reigned with Messiah for a thousand years. But the rest of the dead did not live until the thousand years were finished." This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. Over these the second death has no power, but they will be Kohanim of God and of Mashiach, and will reign with him one thousand years. And after the thousand years, Satan will be released from his prison, and he will go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, 
to gather them together to the war, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. They went up over the width of the earth and surrounded the camp of the holy ones and the beloved city. And fire came down out of heaven from God and devoured them. And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet are also. And they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, the great and the small, standing before the throne, and they opened books. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of the things which were written in the books, according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death and Sheol gave up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one according to his works. Then death and Sheol were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone was not found written in the book of life, he was cast into the lake of fire. That was Revelation 20. If you are reading through the apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Acts 26 today also. Well, that is it for this episode. I pray that you have a blessed Feast of Tabernacles and that you are, are able to rejoice greatly with your family. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Music